Hi, I'm the Moroccan Angel, and I'm here to help others set things right with their Maker. Hi. Now for many, I know this can be and is a sensitive topic, and it should be, especially for professing Christians. And I'm the one to say this, but there are too many arrogant professing Christians. Professing Christians, meaning they're making the profession, but that does not mean it's a genuine profession. And they're arrogant about it <laughs> in their ignorance of what Jesus himself declared a true Christian to be. It's overbearingly appalling at times to encounter those who are claiming to defend the faith and they're not even a part of it. They're a false professing Christian. Too arrogant and no humility to actually consider the facts of what the founder of Christianity defined Christianity to be. So let's get into this. Being rejected by Jesus. When something or someone is rejected, it is to refuse to accept, to turn down, to deny, to spit out or vomit, refuse to make use of. So what causes Jesus to turn down someone or deny someone? Does Jesus turn down individuals from being his disciples, from being a Christian? Does he actually reject people according to the scriptures? <laughs> Absolutely. Now I'm certain of those who immediately state, no, Jesus accepts all with loving arms. All who seek to come, come. He will embrace you. Those who say this actually uneducated about the facts surrounding Jesus' teachings and the true Christian religion, but also... I can guarantee they're not a genuine Christian themselves. So let's see. Let's read it directly from the scriptures. In the Christian book of Luke, chapter 9, verses 57 through 62, we read, And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow you whithersoever you go. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go you and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Not fit, not of the necessary quality, 
or standard to meet a particular purpose. Well, what's the purpose? Being a genuine Christian. Why did Jesus say this to him? He simply wanted to say goodbye to his family. But Jesus marked him as being unfit. How much more rejection of one who wants to go back and engage in a sinful act just one more time or repeatedly for that matter tell me who do you think you're fooling if you've been listening to my previous content I disclosed the true definition of the word Christian a Christian is defined as one who manifests the qualities and spirit of Jesus. And according to the original Greek text, one who steadfastly follows or obeys the teachings and commands of Jesus. How are you following or obeying him while in the act of sin? What exactly does the New Testament scripture speak of one who has put their hand to the plow and looks back? In addition to Jesus himself declaring that they're not fit for the service of being a Christian. Well, one confirming scripture is in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 26. And it states, For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversaries. The question becomes, have you received the genuine knowledge of the truth? Because if you have, you're claiming to, as a professing Christian, and you're still sinning? Well, according to the New Testament text, you're in serious trouble absolute certain fearful fiery indignation is your fate this is what's written in the new testament text because you see according to jesus himself and the very defining of the word christian it's not just about belief revisiting the book of luke chapter 9 both men demonstrated their belief in Jesus. They both said, I will follow you. I believe. I believe you. But, <laughs> let me do this first. They believed, but. You see, quote-unquote, following Jesus is more than just a belief. It involves an action. There must be a demonstration of that belief through one's actions. Acts are expressions of the Spirit. They reveal the true nature of the heart. So when we look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 through 23, it becomes quite clear why Jesus rejected them. It states, And many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, Jesus is stating this. And many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? 
Interestingly, there are many professing to be Christians and haven't even done these things and still sinning. Verse 23 states, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Why? Ye that work iniquity. Sinners, come now. Are you going to keep letting someone pull the wool over your eyes and tell you, you know, this isn't what this means? It's as clear as day. It's undeniable. How many false Christians do you know that state Jesus didn't turn them away because of sin? Even though it's plainly and clearly, undeniably written in simple terms, get away from me, you who commit sin. It's hypocrisy. They're claiming to be one who obeys him, but they actually don't. Did he not say in verse 21, not everyone who call him Lord, Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven? Why? Because they're not obeying him or his father. Who are the ones who call him Lord? Only professing Christians. They put their hand to the plow and yet looking back repeatedly to taste and satisfy the desire for sin, to rebel against Jesus and his teachings, for indulgence in what is deemed wicked. These are the ones who will be rejected by Jesus. If you are doing this, the ancient New Testament scriptures have documented Jesus himself stating that he will absolutely reject you. In the book of Titus, chapter 1, verse 16, it states, They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him. Their rebellious acts are acts of rejection against His teachings and commands. It states, Being abominable, disobedient, catch that, disobedient, and unto every good work, reprobate. They are unfit. You can certainly <laughs> keep listening to these false Christians and Christian leaders who are actually void of Jesus' true spirit, deceived and being deceived, telling you everybody sins. Jesus loves and accepts everyone. He understands. Christians are sinners too, just forgiven. Keep listening. But I promise you, if you keep listening to them and following them, you will go where they're going. And as we've seen clearly written within the scriptures, their destination is not the kingdom of heaven. The scripture the, throughout the Bible, from the original testament well into the Christian book, no sinner shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. You can bend that, twist it, flip it any way you'd like, but it still remains the same. No sinner shall enter the kingdom of heaven, regardless of your label. Protestant, Baptist, Catholic, <laughs> priest, bishop, whatever you want to call yourself. Actions play a 
very significant role in getting into the kingdom of heaven. If you'd like further scripturally aligned confirmation on this topic, please visit my website as I have content surrounding this and additional topics more in detail. If you are searching for something deeper, then schedule a one-to-one -one with me and we'll scripturally walk through it. I'm the Moroccan Angel. Do what is right. Always. It matters.